now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> we're just diving right in. We're not even saying welcome to the show. I thought we, I thought we were recording the patron list. For oh, just, I mean, I just. Oh, put are we them doing together. it as part of the? Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> you're, you're listening to Astronomica, a podcast about efficient scheduling. Yes. I'm a little disappointed that I already opened my beer because I thought that that was a really um, keen first sound of the last episode. <laughs> it, it was atmospheric for sure. <laughs> it definitely set an appropriate tone. Totally. But yeah. You were saying something. Oh, uh, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, mean, I, was, I was told to shut up. I'm so. sorry. I, I'm sorry that I... Actually, I did have a thing that I wanted to apologize for two people in the intro hmm. and that is that when i was listening back to our intro from last time there was a thing i said that sounded really snarky and i did not intend it to be snarky and that is that there's a lot of podcasts that people don't listen to and here's the thing that hmm. is not about take it that us way. being super rad and awesome that's just there's a lot of really cool creative people out there and there's a lot of content people don't find mm-hmm. and um that's one side of it and the other side of it is one of the things I keep hearing on all my podcast apps is an ad for a an ad that's basically like start podcasting and quit your day job if you <laughs> sign on with us. <laughs> and I just want people to know, like, don't be taken in by that. It's no, you're no. not going to be Joe Rogan. It's there's not enough room in that forest. The big trees are already there, yeah, yep. and Wait, the rest of us are paid? just struggling. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kristen's way of of trying to crowd you guys out of the uh, yeah. podcast market. Don't even try. There's not enough room for you guys and us. Hey, I, I got something I want to say. Yes. Uh, specifically, hey, Colin. Hey. What's up, bro? Hey. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday, Colin. You're, oh, see? Nice. Mm. That was nice, right? Was yeah. Sweet. That was a nice moment. Happy birthday, guys. Yeah, You're very welcome. Happy thank birthday. You. And I think in, a, in about a week, we can debate whether or not uh, next week the... is the birthday episode. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the, I feel like what we're recording tonight's the birthday episode. Okay. But. I mean, it's you guys' yeah. birthday, so you get mm-hmm. to pick. Sure. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, what the world doesn't know is that Colin and I are actually twins, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and our parents wanted to make life incredibly confusing for everyone we meet. <laughs> yep. Now I'm having this like sci-fi scenario where like you have twin embryos and you have one, and you're like, we're gonna have the other like 20 years later. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like 10 years later, but still, <laughs> it's like it, it's 20 in a in a like sense that transcends actual time it's like 40 years in a sense that transcends actual time i think it's about it's like what like 12 years in in chronological time Mm -hmm. but colin i think was born with a uh like leather patched tweed jacket and a pipe so that adds a good 10 years it's true i was i was i am i continue to be i tried to give colin a a leather elbow patched tweed jacket the other day (laughs) He did. Unfortunate that it was uh it wasn't it wasn't a good fit. No. Nope. I I have I have grown uh you know too powerful for mortal clothes. Yeah, That's the I one. Was, I was That's gonna what I was say doing. too sporty for the old tweed and elbow patches. Okay. Tweed is for tenure. <laughs> oh, let's do let's do uh let's do Patreon shout outs. Uh first, by way of apology to all of the <laughs> podcast people that we insulted mm-hmm. um i did, i want to tell i so i got a new job and i've been listening to a ton of uh podcasts and audiobooks and stuff finally um and i wanted to shout out two that i really have been enjoying one is called blogs on tape mm-hmm. which is um a few really talented 
um, I don't know, not voice actors necessarily, but uh, interesting, uh, competent, out loud readers, <laughs> let's say. Uh, Hell yeah. Go through like all of the different OSR blogs and oh, nice. read people's posts as a podcast. Oh, cool. Um, which is great if you are like, there's a ton of OSR blogs. You probably don't have time to read them all. You might have to listen to some in the car. Um, that's really cool. And there's also a guy, uh, Third Floor Wars. And he does excellent interviews. Uh, I think the show might be called Table Talk or Table Talk Third Floor Wars. Um, I think he's mainly a miniatures guy, but he interviews a ton of uh, cool people. He interviewed Justin Alexander from The Alexandrian. Oh, nice. Um, on his episode 150. That was a really good one. Um, but yeah, recommend it. Um, and I, I totally know. I was just asking for clarification for people out there and you know the world that may not know what you're talking about but what's an osr blog old school renaissance or old school uh, what's the other revival revival yeah Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different things the acronym means uh basically people who like me Mm -hmm. um have returned to uh olden times time spelled with a y Mm -hmm. um uh, so it's- learning that, like, the dudes who made white box D and D, like, kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah, and a lot of those <laughs> strange decisions that don't make sense to us today, or a, a lot of them are just misunderstandings based on like lacking some context to what it was exactly they were trying to achieve. Mm. Um, and so there's a lot of like almost scholarly research into like what the play experience was mm-hmm. in like Wisconsin in 1974, like, um, and then people building games based on that. So stars that number is considered an OSR game. Word. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of those going around. So it's kind of parallel to, there's a big explosion in indie games and like, um, a lot of like new, really interesting modern mechanics. Mm-hmm. And then there's this, um, revisiting, kind of counter to that to the old ways Um, and there is a toxic element (laughs) there's a grognard (laughs) neckbeard element in gaming Uh, yeah (laughs) i just want to hear people's defense of some of the things in the spelljammer setting right but there are also some really progressive voices in the osr which is is uh good to hear i mean that's the kind of thing that like i mean i just made that joke about which uh, spell jammer, but like that's the kind of thing that I think is neat about any kind of Renaissance movement mm. is that you can revisit things and pull out. You, you don't have to throw everything out. You can right. pull out the things that are actually fun, are mm. really useful and enjoyable, and critically examine the things that were that need to be critically examined. Yeah, you know, the old first edition book Oriental Adventures is a great example. Yeah, that is of a, one of the things I was thinking about. Yeah, of a book that uh. It's got some good content. Weirdly, it's where non-weapon proficiencies come from. Oh, interesting. It's not. Like, those old books are not. They don't stay on point. Mm. They, they yeah. meander <laughs> through all kinds of different stuff. So we're in a more enlightened age. Yeah. Uh, but you can you can still loot those those uh, treasures from, from those places. Sort of 
dichotomy I have in my brain because I really love like the old pulpy sci-fi fantasy stuff. Oh, yeah. I really love like Robert E. Howard and Arthur Conan Doyle. Mm-hmm. And you read it and you're like, mm. I gotta remember that this was like at a time when this was a very progressive way to look at race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you have to do that and also. I mean, maintain hey, criticism. Yeah, at absolutely. least Shylock got his day in court, right? I mean, Shakespeare was progressive. <laughs> right. That, that's an actual. That's an actual thing from Shakespearean nice. scholars. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. arguing that he genuinely is progressive, but for his time. Yeah. Othello was, uh, you know, a nobleman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So nothing problematic there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's all good. Uh, Actually, surprisingly little though. Like if that had been written in 1960 instead of, uh, oh, I feel like it'd be worse. Yeah, I feel oh, it'd like be way worse. Be so many. Yeah. Anyway, that is a rabbit hole. That you know what, guys, if you would like to hear our discourse on <laughs> Chatstronomica four coming yes. up whenever the fuck we feel like. It. That's right. Ask us a question about uh, what would a fellow be like in Mississippi in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's called in the heat of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that are heat in the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't land. No. Um, but I applaud. Speaking of things that cause heat in the night. Yeah, things baby. Get me hot. Are we right? talking about our sexy, sexy fucking patrons? Yes. yes. Hey, speaking Hell of yes. belabored yes. Uh, segues. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for. People who can legally sue us if we don't say their name. It's getting worse. Hey, you beautiful <laughs> bastards. Yes. You sexy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say all your names this time. You're in luck. Finn Carpenter, Beck, Alex Chater, Bairnhelm. Rena Gal or Rena Gal. Uh, Cyclopean Trash is a great name. Yeah. <clears throat> Eric S. Jordan Wilson. Running Lemur. Jaden Levy. Bradley Reynolds. Grumpus. Hobbs Karma. Steve Geddes. We're missing you on the Discord, buddy. <laughs> uh, Nathan Lee Baines. Brad Smithsko. Andrew Wright. Tom Trudeau. Jason He. Background Nose, Alias 63, the uh, the lost Astronomica cast member. <laughs> uh, John McClown, Richard Clayton, Moosenstein, Jillian Rowe, Joshua Winter, Nick, Colm Lynch, Tim, Woodbean, Shut Up Wesley, Susan Shebler, Jason Ivanzik, Matthew Jones, Benjamin Reed, Christopher Jackson, Clemens Fiddler, Danik, Crystal Eggstad, Dr. Nano, Peter Morgan, hey. Nathan Tiggis, Temp Track, and as always, Artie, who is always last because he was our very first patron. Thank you guys so much. We Thanks, are. Uh, Thank you. We're starting to feel entitled, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to give a whole moving speech about it, yeah. but. Thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah. And you. if you haven't listened to it yet, go on to uh, Patreon and listen to part one of our very funny, very excellent Morkborg one-shot. Morkborg one-shot. Uh, one that, that'll be like two if, or three parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it ends up being like a whole separate game. It's, yeah. more of a, it's more of a sum shot than a one-shot. Yeah. It's, it's buckshot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So, on to our next belabored segue. Jeff. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to tell us what happened last week? 
no, I don't, but Grace does. Cool. Oh, well, excellent. Previously on Astronomica, the cast confronts head-on the allegation that we are all buffoons who flail ineffectually about with no clear goals. We are buffoons who flail ineffectually about with both short-term and long-term goals, most of which are related to our new round of missions. To those ends, Team Meatbag begins loading up the grace. Father Crustiola Nippleness is lured aboard with the prospect of a variety of drugs and gambling suitable to occupy a patriarch of the church. <laughs> with Hildy no longer around to supervise, the cargo gets stowed in the cargo bay without so much as a dident, ding, or pie-over-4 rotation. Everything seems poised for a simple transfer of material from A to B, except for the minor ma- detail of a missing contingent of murder monks. Are they monks who are likely to murder us, or are they monks who we are going to cold-bloodedly murder for their cash? Yes. <laughs> Anton, CB, Shank, and Squatel form a guff squad to head into Port Hughes to search for them. And let's face it, Shank and Squatel are doing a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to bringing the guff. <laughs> Mackie and Hopper remain behind on the grace, deploying Mackie's ever more prodigious intellect and Hopper's constant instrumentation to give the telescope they've been hired to deploy an ogling worthy of a creepy protagonist from an extremely problematic raunchy 80s comedy. The Guff Squad head to the hostel where the monks are staying, where after an intricate interweaving of deception, half-truths, narrative misdirection, and chicanery, CB manages to convince the clerk to let them take the monk's luggage when it becomes clear that the clerk does not give even an iota of a shit about anything other than the bribe. (laughs) Chief Moral Compass Officer... Anton has a real qualm about stealing from the monks in their absuaged when CB convinces him that the monks can be lured aboard the Grace and then murdered and then robbed. The clerk tells them that the monks have headed out into the steaming fetid swamps outside of Port Hughes on one of Clean Tom's for real no-shit pre-tech ruins tours and are dramatically overdue for their return. Abundant curiosity being the hallmark of true genius, Mackie feels a powerful urge to discover the whereabouts of the monks and convinces the rest of Team Meatbag to get aboard the hoverbikes they liberated from Glazer 4 and head into the swamp in search of their prey... Sorry, passengers. <laughs> With biker gang helmets firmly perched atop their pirate hats, they charge into the sunset to meet their destiny. Find out what horrors or delights lurk in the swamps of Mengkower 2 right now on episode 78, the one where Anton dies in a fistfight with Dagon. <laughs> I hate to make you go back and do the whole thing, but it's, it's not Father Crestiolus Nipples, it's Proto Presbyter. <laughs> okay, uh, start Eddie. Yeah. Before we answer the call to adventure, I, there's one thing I want to retcon. Mm-hmm. We were talking about taking hover bikes, and then I thought maybe take a hover car unless there's stuff we want to haul back and or like there's wounded or something. Yeah. Would the hover cars work on the terrain the same way the hover bikes do? Yes, they will. So it's actually a grav car is what it's called. Okay. All of the like hover and grav stuff mm-hmm. is capable of movement across any surface and can boost about 10 meters when needed to like, okay. clear obstacles and stuff. So, right. cool. yeah. Okay, so we have a bunch of hover cars that we stole from that train in the crater on Glazer. Yeah. And this seems like the first good place to sell them. So Mackie wants to call specifically Wang over. Okay. Wang looks nervous. He's like, me? 
Yes, you. Are you going to make fun of me for not being Rin? (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Listen. Okay. I feel like uh, you've been kind of sidelined. Today's your day to shine. Okay. All right. So here's the deal. There's not a car salesman focus in the core rule book, but I feel like if there was being named Wang, you'd just get it automatically. Oh, for sure. So here's what I want you to do. All of these sweet cherry automobiles we got right here, Mm -hmm. just pull them out onto the uh, tarmac. I don't know. What what are we parked on? A tarmac, sure. Pull them out onto the tarmac, put some nice hand-lettered signs on them, says for sale. Okay. And uh, we might be back in two hours, hopefully. We might be back in over. Okay. See what you can do. Try to sell these things for us. Can I be like Crazy Wang? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I encourage it. All right. Crazy Wang. I have a mental disorder that makes me sell cars super cheap. <laughs> That's, no. That is exactly the kind of energy I want you to, tra- to channel here. Would you right. like to have an organically induced mental disorder that causes you to sell cars crazy cheap? No, because then I might sell them cheap instead of fake cheap. Ah, I see. You wish to convey the illusion that you have a mental disorder. That's correct. See, Hoppa, he's a natural. I told you. <laughs> I still would like to induce some lesions in your prefrontal <laughs> cortex. Listen, there'll be time for all that later. We've got to answer the call to adventure, all right? Mackie. Yeah? He's always trying to introduce lesions to my frontal cortex. <laughs> yeah, you should not let him do that. I don't, but it's it's like all the time. When you're not around, it, it, she's constantly... It's unsettling, right? Yeah. Yeah. I... Sometimes she wakes me up at night. You know, it's like <laughs> any job. you got to take the bad with the good. All right? I mean... Yeah. I understand that you get paid. I'm not directly involved in that. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, you get paid, and you have a malevolent artificial entity trying to uh, introduce lesions into your prefrontal cortex. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? That's life. It's, a, it's definitely not my, the worst job I've ever had. <laughs> See? But there you go. And this is just one step, one step up on what I'm sure will be an unending ladder of success for you, Mr. Wang. He smacks the hood of the car. Mm-hmm. Somebody in this baby, <laughs> right. but, but but not in the trunk though. Not in the trunk. Not right. in the trunk. All right. So drop them off is what you're saying, <laughs> Mr. Wang. Would you like some sales tips advice? Um, is the sales tip advice I should have legions in my cortex? <laughs> no, no. This is more outwardly directed. Okay. Slap the roof of the car and then look at them and say, "You can fit so many brains with prefrontal cortex lesions in this baby." <laughs> That's the meme I was trying to think of. I was like, damn it. That meme where you put so many things. Ah, fuck it. Never mind. I'm not good at the internet. Mm-mm. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you got it, though. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all I was going to do other than like select the very best one with yep. like the Kleenex dispenser in the dash, the big boxy one, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the one he's going to take to the impending adventure. Yeah. Can we all fit in that one, or do we also need to snag some hover bikes? I was thinking we should depends probably on, take as many hover bikes as we can. Yeah, it depends on your definition of all. How many, Who all is going? Gotcha. Obviously, uh, the party. Are you bringing Shank or anybody? I mean, we've got like five of them. So. I mean, honestly, I feel like we could do this with just the PCs. I yeah, I agree. We've already got... Constantopolis is already on the ship, mm-hmm. and now we're basically just like... Hold on, don't worry about it. Yeah. We're going to go do this thing first. So we need somebody who can smooth that over. And yeah. Like, this yeah. Is Shank is, Shank is uh, walking up to him occasionally and being like, I'm sorry, we're still waiting to taxi. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Shank and Chili Cheese and Squirtle and Wen 
and Wang can mind the shop. When? <laughs> Just start calling Wang Wang. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, the actor that plays him yeah. had some uh, unfortunate accusations made against him. So he was, <laughs> oh, he was kind of been out for a season or two. That's fair. But it hasn't been dealt That's with fair. narratively. Before we leave, CB does want to pull Squoidal aside for just a very brief moment. Okay. Um, hey, uh, Squoidal. Bells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Famous Squoidal Bells. That's me. Yeah, okay. So Don't you, wear it out. You know the hostel we just went to? Yeah. Did you see the little crystal that I gave to the hostel yeah. desk person? Okay. So, here's the thing. I actually kind of need that back. Okay. But obviously, we've got an adventure to go mm-hmm. do. But I was wondering if you could just like keep tabs on that person mm-hmm. so that I could find them again later. Sure. And just relieve them of the burden of the emotional attachment to that. Yeah, the crystal. Oh. Wait, wait. With nail polish. With nail polish? It's a reference. You don't oh. want to know about it. Okay. Um, this time tomorrow. When you say, get me the crystal. Mm-hmm. What would be entailed in that? Would I owe you a favor? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, well. I mean, we'll see. I know, feel like it, it's not like I'm going to put it in a ledger, but it's just like, remember your old buddy Squoidle. Okay. Well, you know, I feel like here's the thing. Hmm. I don't really want to know how you get the crystal. It just has a deep attachment to Are me. You? It's probably going to be a pretty kick-ass story. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can definitely tell me about it, especially, mm. hey, here's the it thing. It might be a Patreon one-shot. Have you ever stayed awake when you're making a jump and, like, taken some shit and told some stories? Mm-hmm. That's when you should tell me about how you get the crystal back. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's shake on it. He shakes. She shakes. Everything seems to be above board. She doesn't try to steal anything. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to know how this that's happens. A big, that's a that's a big moment of growth for CV. Yeah. She's conspicuously not. She's like not just shaking. She's shaking with one hand and she's the right. other hand is in sight. Yeah. It's the two people in a movie who have to put their guns down at the same time. Yeah. 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 She's putting some trust in yeah. her old pal, Squidal Bells. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that CB was warned explicitly not to cross Squidal. <laughs> I mean, she is a uh, pragmatic person. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's all I wanted to do. Squirtle's stats do not merit his reputation. <laughs> he had that one lucky shot. Yeah. And it was enough, really. Yeah. Squirtle turns and looks at you through the fourth wall and just points at you and shakes his head. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea. I One of the things that I would love to do with these games is I would like to sit down and like actually write some, actu- some fiction mm-hmm. in this world that we're creating. Yeah. And I feel like... A short story from the perspective of Squidle Bells, where he legitimately was like just a regular average guy. He picked up a gun and he made an excellent shot. And yeah. then from there, he headshotted a guy who wasn't yeah. aiming it. Like these people are just convinced that he is a fucking badass. And he's just decided, like, I guess that's what I am now. Yeah. And I just I'm really looking forward to the mental journey, mm-hmm. his internal pathway from average dude who won a contest into slavery and is now uh, being touted as an intergalactic badass. You should write it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'll add it to my docket of creative yeah, endeavors. Your, your projects. <laughs> All right. So, Wang is selling cars. Right. Shank is... Minding the shop. Yeah. Keeping uh, Constantopolis' top on. Or off. Whatever keeps him happy whatever. and they're interested in. Consenting yeah. adults. Keeping him in rum and cokes. 
Yes. Hospitality. Any other business before you guys head off? To confirm, you're taking the grav mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One grav car. Mm-hmm. And then I think and everybody else is on bikes. Mm-hmm. I think CB would like sidecar it or go in the car with Mackie. Yeah, so CB will ride in the car. So that's Anton on a, on a hover bike. Yep. And Hopper? Hopper is definitely going to jump on a hover bike. Before he leaves, he grabs a, a nail gun and nails his broad-brimmed pink hat with the feather on it uh-huh. right into his head so it doesn't fly off. Nice. But yeah, into the uh, swampy sun yes. set rise. All right. It's actually early afternoon, I believe. <laughs> sure. And I have a little uh, pre-written bit. Cool. I know you guys love those. Oh, yeah. The early afternoon is a sweltering 130 degrees Fahrenheit, and the swamp sea stinks of hot salt water and rotting vegetation. Even so, the planet's beauty is indisputable. Enormous fern-like plants of every color splay their heavy fronds out to diameters as large as 28 meters, tangling messily with their neighbors. They look like great drops of paint from the sky, flash frozen in the moment that they splash to the ground and burst open. Schools of fast-moving aquatic fauna swirl in the shallow water, no less colorful. But when they go still, they're nearly invisible against the mottled pink and purple and pearl white of the sea's coral-like bottom. Three of the planet's four moons hang low across the southern horizon, just below the soft orange K-type sun. Higher still and stretching to the opposite horizon, the green-gold serpents of Aurora Borealis slither and writhe over the dome of the sky. Wow. To remind you guys that you are very near the North Pole of the yes. planet. Nice. This is probably the prettiest planet we've been to. Yeah. Like, Aegea had the potential to be really pretty, but, you know. But it was too touristy. Yeah. So it's... it's this one is just super, very lush. uncomfortable. Yeah. Lush, <laughs> verdant, too fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's super hot. It smells like rancid swamp water, mm-hmm. and it's a mottled pink and white. Mm-hmm. So it's me when I take my bathing suit off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we know generally where we're going. Or do we need to roll, like, navigation checks or something like that? Because the vegetation grows quite rapidly, mm-hmm. and because it's so dense, getting there is tricky. Okay. You don't have, like, GPS coordinates or anything. Okay. CB kind of knows the route that this tour takes. Mm-hmm. Can we uh, triangulate from the uh, photos on the tour brochure? <laughs> you can okay. attempt. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, what what skill do you want that to be? I think that this is going to be uh, using a newfound skill of a program. Okay. In order to uh, compare the photos with, like, uh, navigational data. Can CB do an assist with survive to sure. basically recognize the mm-hmm. flora patterns? That sounds good to me. Cool. Well, one of them went on the floor and the other one was a one. So we're going to roll the floor one again. CB did not help. Got uh, snake eyes on the dice. Oh, no, no. It was a five on the floor. I thought you were going to re-roll. Oh, I did re-roll, but I oh. rolled a different dice. Oh, gotcha. Just to move along. Uh, Well, but that laugh. is a five on the dice with my new plus one to program and uh, plus one int is going to be seven. Okay. You head off into the swamp. Mm-hmm. And get fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that was in the offing. Hank, 
guys, I think it's actually over there. I mean, I'm looking at these pictures, and this bush matches right up perfectly with one that used to be right kind of around those tree things. Is anyone not wearing their uh, super advanced spacesuits? I mean, I think Mackie's just in his normal flight suit. Okay, but he's in the hover car, so he's got the AC. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely got the top up and the AC going. Yeah. CB's in the same situation. We retconned that her, her pocket suit isn't a full-on vac suit, but she's in the... Yeah. In the okay. Car. Hopper is not wearing a spacesuit. Right. <laughs> and Anton... Hop- Hopper's processor is doing that thing that my laptop does <laughs> when, when I play... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anton, what are you wearing? I believe there was discussion about a mesh tank top. Oh, yeah, that's right. uh, And shorty shorts. All right. So you guys have gotten lost in the swamp. Practically speaking, I'd like to have... Well, no, I got subdermal plating. Fuck it. Wear whatever I want. Plus, Um, I feel like if you grew up on Aegea, you should get some sort of bonus. Yeah, that's true. And the mesh is super... Breathable? Yeah, it is. So I'm going to give you a plus one, but you need to roll a physical save. Cool, cool, cool. Are there bugs here? Uh, well, I wasted a natural 20, but I'm feeling fucking awesome. Yeah, you're fine. You're good. You're like, this is this is my weather. There are bug analogs. Okay. But they probably leave us alone because they don't recognize us as food. I no, the planet is human missable, so oh, shit. they can eat you. <laughs> oh, great. Can I eat them? You can eat them, yeah. Cool. <laughs> it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Are the squid monkeys following us through the trees? Uh, they are. I'm glad you mentioned squid monkeys because they're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no? They're, um, you know, I mean, I think everybody knows what to envision. I'm yeah. thinking like early Kyler, but... <laughs> <laughs> Is it... I'm yeah. thinking like Curious George Head on a squid body. Hmm. Hmm. I'm picturing like a sloth, like? but more so. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know when they turn green because the like, algae? Like a... <laughs> Like a bowl of melted ice cream that's like furry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like those um, hairless lemurs that, uh, like, they got in. There was some kind of environmental hazard that made the lemurs lose all their hair. Nice. So they were like pink, but they were still very active and writhing around. Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to squid monkeys, there are no wrong answers. Yeah. I think all of those are true, and the people who live here just call everything squid monkeys. Well, so, actually, that was going to be my question. Like, squid mo- is squid monkey just a broad category? Yeah. That there are many specific species of squid monkey? Yeah, well, there's a there's a evolutionary tendency to become a squid monkey. Okay, well, fair. <laughs> so it's similar to crabs and trees. Yeah, so. Can I make one my friend? No, I, I'm not going to try and make one my friend. Maybe. But we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. If one comes too close... Mm-hmm. I might try to make it my friend. That's the danger. All right. <laughs> yeah, becoming so, a, a player characters. <laughs> what do we uh, What do we do to get back on course? Uh, you guys are basically just. Uh, it took you longer to find it than you had hoped. So okay. you spent a couple extra hours out in the hot swamp. Uh, Anton had to make a saving throw to not get a heat stroke. Do um, we come at it from like a weird angle? I mean, yeah you you come from above. I do need a pilot check. I'm going to say this is Hopper that needs to make the pilot check. Okay. It's a DC 6. It'll not be too difficult, but... All right. So since this is Hopper doing this, is this an int or a whiz? Is this Um, like from the gut or from the head? This is wisdom. Okay. For sure. Ooh, 
Uh, that is a an 11. Okay. You guys take a turn around a bank of ferns. Hopper barely avoids getting smacked right in the face. One of those that probably would have done a, put a dent in him. Hmm. So that's lucky. Not very exciting that it didn't happen. But, <laughs> yeah. But that would have been funny. So you can imagine it at home. This um, is the uh, the jazz of combat is the blows that don't land. Right. <laughs> in the distance, having made that turn, you can see a large hill that does not appear to be natural. You quickly realize that that is some kind of like large satellite dish, probably pre-tech, that has toppled uh, into the water. Okay. There's a lot of uh, dirt and vines that have grown up it and concealed it somewhat, but you can tell it's not a natural structure. How big are we talking in terms of satellite dish? Are large. We- this is a... So this is definitely a communications okay. system that so are we communicated talking like, with stuff in space. I'm going to show my age a little bit. So like penultimate scenes in Goldeneye. Um, not they're, quite. They're having a fist fight in a... I think there were guns. I don't know. It's been a minute not since I saw it. More like, the, more like the big... Yeah, those, that's a little bigger than I'm thinking. Okay. This, like this is more like... radio telescope-esque. Right. This is, okay. this is more of a... Um, like the ones in Fallout 3. Okay, cool. So A single member of the array from Contact... There you go. Ah. Okay. So maybe like thirty meters across. And there's a straight shot to where that is. It is. You're passing through kind of like a cleared area. Yeah. Okay. Do we? I guess I want to do a trek to see if we observe anything that is recent changes as we come into the ruins. So what I'm looking for is anything that is like. If you're running a tour, you might put some rope out mm-hmm. so that people could walk across an area that's more difficult. Or if you're ambushing people, you might set up some sort of a trap or something. That's So I'm looking for recent additions that are human-made to this area. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. And so I guess notice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could also say survive, but honestly, I am just proficient in both of those. Yeah, I think that's kind of an artifact of, like, the D&D skill survive. Gotcha. Survive, in this case, I think, is strictly, like... I know we rolled it a minute ago, but it's really supposed to be for, like, finding food and stuff, I think. Gotcha. Because survive is one that, like, I took as a character because it was interesting, and you don't hear it used a lot. And Mm. I was thinking that it would be a good, like, tracking, Mm. and, like, it's an anal... Or it could be made... An argument could be made for those kinds of... Right things but yeah i mean notice and i'm gonna say uh wisdom which i mean mm-hmm. straight die roll okay this is a bit better than my yeah. last one 11 total planet and a five nice there's those Kristen numbers yeah so yes you're peering through the uh vegetation along the side so you have uh, as you said, approached from a weird angle, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. not at least the angle that the others approached from. Uh, you can see Clean Tom's fan boat. Okay. It appears to have uh, landed on kind of a swell of earth here, just uh, outside of the dish. Doesn't show any signs of violence or anything like that. It appears to have been deliberately parked here. Okay. And I'm sorry, wh- what did you roll again? I rolled an 11 total. Sorry. 11, okay. And what I was really looking for was any signs of anything that's been changed. Yeah. You don't see anything quite like that, but you do see a plume of smoke or steam 
or something that's coming from the other side of the dish. Okay, yeah, no. uh, and it's quite a lot. Like it's not a, it's not like somebody set a little campfire. It's okay. like a an engine is running or something that's pumping black smoke. Hey, Pappy, look over there. Do you see that big plume of smoke? Yeah, I see it. Yeah, that's weird. That's not a normal thing. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine that this. Uh he gestures at the landscape is is prone to wildfires not really and what i remember of the of the tour is that it was that that's not really a normal thing i don't remember him doing any uh any demonstrations or anything were any of the members of the tour vapors (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's no telling definitely not the uh, monks though all right listen um well, we came out here to find people, and, uh, you know, there's a smoke signal, so I figure, let's have a look. Yeah. Does it look like somewhere that we need to walk to, or somewhere that we could actually can move our vehicles closer to before we get out? You can very easily pull your vehicles up to the place, uh-huh. and your vehicles aren't loud, but they're not quiet either. Gotcha. So, so the uh, the satellite dish is on a hill, right? Mm-hmm. It is the hill. It is the hill. Okay. And then the uh, plume is coming from the other side of that, occ- occluded by Correct. what gotcha. we're seeing. Okay. Honestly, I think it would be best if we just like parked and, and got out and walked over there because we're making kind of a lot of noise. And I don't know what's going on over there, but whatever it is, we might want to be able to creep up and check it out before we commit. All right, that makes sense. And um, hey, if something bad's happened to those monks, we still have their loot, right? Yeah, I suppose that's true. Can we pull our vehicles in right beside the fan boat and just sort of park in the same place? You could, but you may be alerting people nearby to your presence. So that the fan boat is closer to the... Yeah, the fan boat's right up beside the dish, and this whatever's putting out the smoke is on just on the other side of it. Could we park nearby mm-hmm. and cover our vehicles up a little bit oh yeah absolutely because i think that's maybe a good plan yeah there's big ass uh frond blankets you can throw over the stuff. all right one that leaf will like hide your car awesome do we have to do any like um sneak or survive um <laughs> yeah that sounds good <laughs> okay you can make a case for whatever you want to roll Yeah, I mean, I can kind of camouflage our vehicles so that they're not easily spotted. All right. Well, then I'll assist with an exert just to, like, round up, like, foliage and shit that you can utilize to uh, conceal our stuff. And I'd like, by trying to um, diagnose what human eyes would would pick out (laughs) as significant from the scene. Okay. I think there can be only one assistance. Um... Oh, but that's right. Yeah, can it can just only, be one it, well, success? Yeah, so they, they can both try. Oh, okay. And as long cool, as, cool. if they both succeed, it's still only plus one. I okay. have a zero in exert and one in strength, so I figure. Mm-hmm. That's a nine from me. Uh, that is a ten from me. Oh, nice. So it'll be, so I'll definitely get the plus one. Yeah, you and get And then, the plus one. I know we just said survive is more like scrounging up food, but I'm going to keep pushing for this. I feel like survive should be the, like, tracking type skill. Okay, well... Fortunately for you, I do not give a shit one way or the other. Awesome. <laughs> and also, like, look, I could make an argument for perform that I'm, yeah. like, covering things up. But, mm-hmm. you know, whatevs. So I'm going to say survive uh, wisdom 
or mm, survive decks. Okay. Because we're hiding stuff. So it'll be plus one total, plus two total, I guess, plus one for my bonuses and plus one from them. Seven on the die, plus two for a total of nine. Okay. You did a pretty good job. Awesome. You did a very good job. Yay. It looks pretty, pretty well hidden. Now you guys have to trudge through like knee deep water to get okay. to the. Uh... Hey, Anton. Um, this place could be dangerous. I don't know. You seem like you know things about not getting killed in combat situations. So maybe what should we do? Ooh, I'm probably the worst person to ask because I like to run in and shoot things. <laughs> that being said. Hmm. Alright, CBC, here's what I would do. Stick to the vegetation. Try to stay low and hidden. Try to get some cover. I'd say we move up. We fan out. You know, keep a good two or three meters between us in case somebody tries to hit us with something heavy. We don't want to bunch up. I don't know. It's a tough situation, you know. Being uh, in a potential ambush in some swampy territory, I'd say fan out. Keep your head down. Stick to the rear. Let uh, Mackie and I take up the front, and uh, we'll just take it one step at a time. I'll let you know what's going on. Okay. I guess I'll let you guys go ahead. And she pulls the little slugger bat out mm-hmm. that we decided we had a copy of. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And um, she's like, okay, so if anything comes up, I'll try and hit him with this. But if you guys want to go a couple steps ahead, I'll, I'll try and be real quiet following up behind you. And, and she's going to try and be stealthy behind them mm-hmm. so that if anything jumps out at us, people or animal wise, she, uh, is maybe not in the first wave. Okay. Stay very far to the back. That is historically an impeccably safe and unassailable position. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from the robot because I feel like, and she gives Hopper like a up and down look. Like, I feel like he's gonna make a lot of noise, not being very good at this right. stealth thing. Have you ever heard the expression "as stealthy as a robot on a swamp planet"? <laughs> no, no. There is a good reason. <laughs> um, yes. Actually, speaking of which, all right. So, like in an ideal world, coming up on this situation, I feel like the best thing to do would be like sticking to the vegetation like setting up a defensive perimeter and like being aware of the fact that like we may be walking into an ambush so sort of getting ourselves prepared for that but um i think what i'd like to do is anton is uh because he's like good in the water i mean Aegea's weird fake water planet but um I think it would make some sense for him to try to like stealth up stick to the reeds and be Sneaky and try to get just eyes on the situation. See yeah. if he can spot something. He'll use his fucking predator vision. This is great. This yeah. is a predator episode. <gasps> yeah, exactly. Are you gonna like put the mud on you? Oh to yeah. To make sure you're like oh, mudding up. Oh, it'll be great. Nice. Everybody else is like wearing floaties. <laughs> He's out in front with. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we're gonna have Anton move up like kind of a scout. Like he's gonna get. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. I'd like to to stealth and move, I don't know, like maybe like 20, 30 meters ahead, try to see if I uh, can't like see anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like we're walking into a trap. So yeah. like knowing what, what's uh, going on. Okay. What Mac you'll do is he's going to stay as far back from Anton as he can and still keep eyes on Anton. Okay. And I think cool. that like if Hopper 
is okay with this. I know that he's got a locked-in protective instinct for everyone in the party. I feel like he should definitely be at the back because he's the medic, and if anyone gets hurt, he becomes very important at that point. We don't want him getting taken out first. Sounds reasonable, but Hopper does have locked and loaded. If there is any blaster fire or perceptible threat towards Mackie, Hopper is going to run up and try and like interpose himself. Naturally. And yeah, CB's going to move, like instead of being in a line, she'll move off to the side, Mm -hmm. and she's going to try and keep out of... So like if Anton is going through water a little bit, like he said, she's going to try and keep to the plant line, and she is going to try and keep duck down... So when the machine gun nest fires, it misses CB, but it gets the rest of the party. Yes. CB, the flanker. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah, she's going to try and get in there to flank. Okay. I need a stealth check from Anton. Hey, hey. I was waiting on that. What's the uh, What's the actual skill? I'm... Sneak. Uh, sneak. Yeah, sneak decks makes sense to me. If and... Kevin Crawford ever gets curious and listens to our podcast, he's going to be like, they're not playing stars that number. <laughs> Uh, I encourage uh, none him. None of these skills are I, on the list. I encourage him to tweet at us about mm-hmm. it and yeah. tell people that we exist. Um, <laughs> I got a solid eleven. Nice, mm. very good. It's excellent. Uh, he won't ever uh, tweet at us, but uh, he might potentially yell at us on Reddit. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm into it. Can I also make a notice when it's applicable? But I mean, absolutely. Do, I was just about to. I was just about to ask for that notice. Oh, sweet. Cool. I'll I'll do that. Okay. The rest of the party, you guys are um you guys are like, holy shit, he is silent. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anything hey, move so quiet. <laughs> Pappy. Where where did Anton go? He's like the wind. I hop on the radio is like, man, I'm just like a water moccasin, like a real slippery <laughs> snake in this land. It's great. <laughs> I just imagine he stood at the water's edge and he like oh, grabs shit. some like dirt and reeds and just like mm-hmm. right yeah. over everything and then just submerged himself. Yeah. My dice are fucking on my shit right now. I got another 11 for my notice. Nice. Unfortunately, the planet is there's a lot of pink, so he doesn't actually <laughs> he doesn't look like action movie. He's uh, he's perfectly camouflaged, but it's not. So Hopper's broad-brimmed pink hat with the giant feather is actually serving to uh, enhance his... Absolutely. He looks like some kind of exotic bird that lives here. Okay, um, Anton, you have crept up. You're getting very near the dish. Mm. When you notice something moving under the water, uh, it is a large trunk-like, just some kind of like body part. You don't know if it's like the tentacle of an enormous creature or if it is a large worm or something like that, but it's moving under the water and it looks like a living log, basically. Gotcha. Huh. It has not noticed you. Okay. But it is kind of moving past you Mm. uh, in the general direction of the party. Gotcha. Okay, I have an idea. So, I mean, we got like a big hollow like dish thingy that would presumably make some noise. I haven't used them yet, but I've got those blue press-on nails. Um, so they there's a meme being passed around the table like, right now. Is that um, what it looks like? Oh, yeah, it looks like a whale dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> essentially like sci-fi mage hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to pick up a heavy limb or rock or something mm-hmm. and try to ping it against the dish to like make a see if whatever's in the water 
would divert or try to go after that. Perfect. Okay. I'm not going to call for a roll. I think that's pretty straightforward. You reach out like a Jedi, pick up a rock like a Jedi does and throw it at a thing like a Jedi does with rocks. Hell yeah. <laughs> We've all seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, Jedi's just throw rocks with their hands? Yes. Yeah, the Force is about throwing rocks. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it uh, hits the toppled dish and as expected makes kind of a loud uh, thumping noise like uh, a rock against an oil drum or a rock against a car. A rock against a satellite dish. There you go. Mm. Exactly like that. And the thing in the water twitches very quickly, turns and uh, makes sort of like a U shape and begins to rush back toward the dish. The length of its body, uh, you get to see most of it as it turns, mm. and you estimate that it's uh, a good, like, 30, 35 meters long. Oh, shit. So wow. this thing is huge. Big. Big and gnarly. And, and it does it does look like, a, almost like a worm. It looks like it has, like, a segmented body. Mm. It's pink and white with black rings. Creepy. Is there enough, like, taller vegetation that getting up out of the water is an option? Is, like, mm-hmm. getting into a tree line? Yeah. So, there, yeah, there's these giant ferns that are gotcha. kind of the, the tree analog here. Because it seems like this thing is very comfortable in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And getting out of its element may be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on comms still. Like, even though we're not in suits, I would oh, imagine yeah, yeah. that we... Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you have any of those um, security grenades left over from Crossium Wars? Oh, only about like 15 to 20, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, although I think uh, they're not grenade, they're just grenade shaped. They're actually handheld objects. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we can't chuck them. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Okay. I, uh, and they haven't been tested in water yet, and you know that it's electrical. I'm going to. I mean, some of you have implants. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relay. Hey, there's a giant fucking worm snake thingy that's, like, massive and very quick in the water, and we need to be careful. Let's all walk without rhythm. (laughs) Do you have a thumper? Um, I am not super into giant worm things, so if you guys don't mind, I'm going to climb this tree. Yeah, I'm not into this either. That that seems like a good plan. Uh, Everybody, hey, Hoppa. Initiate Tremors Protocol. Ever climbed a tree before? Yes, I have. All right, cool. We're doing it again. Um, <laughs> What's the role to climb into a tree? Yeah. It's not because they're just giant ferns. Like, it, yeah. there's essentially a handicap ramp that runs up to okay, the cool. top. So, good deal. Yeah, no, I, I definitely want to go up into the trees and move from tree to tree. And I am keeping a very careful eye on that thing. Okay. Everybody makes it up into a fern when. A figure emerges on the top of the dish. Looks like a uh, a human, but dressed in kind of like thick hides or almost like a uh, like dried seaweed on sushi <laughs> thing. You know, like it's that okay. it's that like yeah. green, dark sheet like yeah. appearance. Just kind of dressed in in wraps of that. He has uh, a spear in one hand, a laser rifle. <laughs> in the other kind of thrown over his shoulder he has scrambled up on top of the dish and he's looking around for whatever the source of that noise was when suddenly uh, the pink and white creature um, erupts from below stretching its thick worm-like body to tower eight meters over the surface oh, no. 
Its length is segmented with three equidistant dark rings that look like clusters of fat black grapes. But then all the grapes start blinking open, each Uh, one containing a milk-white sensory organ that you expect must be similar to an eye. A sphincter opens at the top of the towering monster, revealing four circular rows of hook-like teeth, each subsequent row twisting violently in the opposite direction from the one before it. So not something you want to stick your dick in. No, I'm definitely fine with it eating that dude if it ignores us. Don't yeah. don't don't tell me where I want to put my dick. <laughs> All right, sorry, I shouldn't have. It's surprising to most yeah. people. Um, it's right in the eye, right? Right in the eye. <laughs> shimshi shimshi. Um, okay, uh, just to put it out there before things get too far ahead or we get into initiative, I'd like to take a called assassination shot type thing Mm -hmm. on one of the eye clusters okay and just like take the full amount of time it takes to make that happen if if that's a plausible thing if we don't get interrupted yeah so let me uh there is a rule for that let me get it real quick yeah i want to say it's like a almost a whole minute like yeah definitely uh yeah an execution attack Mm -hmm. is it is one minute of setup but i want to see if there's a called shot exactly yeah, setting up a killing blow takes a minute of preparation. Once the preparation is complete, a sniper may shoot or an assassin may attack an adjacent target. Target's armor class is irrelevant, assuming the weapon being used isn't too primitive to penetrate. High-tech armor. Hitting with a sniper shot is a dex shoot skill check with a difficulty of 6 for point blank, 8 for one of the weapon's normal range, and 10 uh, at extreme range. Uh, melee attack always hits. If the attack hits, it does maximum damage, and the victim must immediately make a physical saving throw at a penalty equal to the attacker, or they will be mortally wounded on the spot. Some victims might merely be incapacitated instead. Okay. I mean, that seems reasonable to me. We will treat this... So you're attempting to take out one of the, like, eye clusters. Yeah, he's, like, down in the reeds, laying on his... You know, mm-hmm. probably not laying on his belly because he'd be underwater. But you know, like as prepped up, sighting in, holding his breath, doing the whole deal. Like he's he's getting as prepared as possible because this thing looks gnarly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this attack it'll do the maximum damage, mm-hmm. and it'll make a physical save. If it fails that, we will consider it like one of its eye clusters is blinded. I'll give it a penalty to attack and stuff. Okay. Okay, so you're you're lining up your shot as this creature goes after uh, the guy on the on the hill. Yeah, let's go ahead and roll initiative. All right, D eight. Yep. Plus Dex. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay, Jeff, what'd you get? Four. Kristen. Five. Anton. Seven. And Mackie. Also five. Anton, I'm going to let you a moment for this the guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say I'm going to give them two rounds of combat. Mm-hmm. And then your execution attack can go. Okay. 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 So the giant worm creature rushes over, starts scrambling up the dish. The guy sees it, and he has a look of he knows what it is, and he's fucking horrified. And he lowers the laser rifle to take aim, but the creature needs to attack first. Oh. And the creature got a twenty-five. Ooh. Yeah. So it uh kind of springs up at him. It's Weird uh, suction cup sphincter, four table saw teeth <laughs> uh, latch on to this guy's abdomen. Nope. Mm-mm. He takes three damage. I don't suppose it's satisfied with its meal and it just like 
grabs him and Oh, well, surely, surely it will. I mean, how many people can it eat at once? It's a good question. It's 35 meters long? Yeah. I mean, you could probably fit about 10 people in there. Oh. More than 10. Oh, yeah. That seems like a lot. Yeah, and then you, it can just, you know, once it's eaten all of us, yeah, it's chill for like two months. Yeah, right. You know? So what you're saying is, I just need to melt into the flora and <laughs> hope it a, eats you guys and the somgim. If that's an that's option, I, I don't have any arguments against that. CB <laughs> goes back to Port Hughes and finds a new tea. <laughs> so the, yeah, so the, the big worm latched onto the guy's abdomen. Almost like a, a leech, if a leech was big enough oh. to swallow you. Mm, gross. Um, and there's a spray of blood. Cool. So just cool. unrealistic waves of uh, violently spraying blood come out of this guy's abdomen. Uh, and he's screaming. Gruesome. Yeah. And now that brings us to Kristen. Not Anton? Wait, no, Anton's setting up a shot. Anton's still yep. setting up a shot. Mm. Okay. So how far away from this thing am i a cb um, let's say 50 meters cool so yeah definitely gonna try and go for the don't worry about it nothing to see over here approach mm-hmm. and also on the off chance that this thing has the ability to like i don't know use its tail to like wrap around people and like bring it to its mouth sphincter thing mm-hmm. cb is also going to start tying herself to the tree fern that she is hiding in. Okay. So that she can't be snatched. Okay. I don't know how useful that is, but uh, she's not exactly, um, you know, prepared okay. for a giant slug creature. So I don't know what that would be. The, the total thing is trying extra hard to not look like a target and also tie herself. Yeah, the tying yourself the thing. thing you just do. Okay, cool. Uh, but if you are trying not to look like a target uh the thing doesn't seem to notice that you're there yet so i think that's probably gonna be sneak just to maintain that it's not aware Mm. of you i was gonna make an argument for survive no Uh, (laughs) yes i would like to survive this combat yeah i was gonna make an argument for a perform check yeah if it was looking at you that would be one thing okay cool cool cool. sneak it is Mm -hmm. sneak decks which uh will balance each other out to a straight die roll a perform sneak check is like when Winnie the Pooh is trying to avoid the heffalump. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, didn't do too badly. Got a six and a four for a total of ten. Okay. But yeah, no, if she gets into a situation where it's like looking at her, she's going to start like swaying with the bridge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holding up some fronds. Right. Mackie. Mackie knows that his armaments are for short to medium range. He has a mag pistol and a flea market katana. Mm-hmm. But he also has those pre-tech crowd control and pacification devices that we previously discussed that we got on Crucio Moors. Yeah. Yes. Do I remember if Anton got the implant that renders him immune to their effects? Ooh. I think uh, everyone did. Except yeah, we, Anton we had, wasn't like, there when they yeah, were found. Oh, yeah. We had like a ton of time in transit. That yeah, it seems sense. reasonable that you yeah. would have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Assuming that we rendered you safe for them, Mackie's going to spend his whole turn closing on Anton's position, and if need be, he'll risk getting in the water, since it seems like this thing has left the water to attack the dude up on the top of the satellite It dish. has... Uh, a portion of its body has left the water. Okay. But it's, there's still quite a lot of it underwater. Well, Mackie's going to draw the mag pistol and... He's got the mag pistol in one hand. He's got the pre-tech 
did we ever come up with a good name for these things? Now that we we've established multiple times, they're not grenades, but uh, <laughs> unholy hand grenade, death sphere, mm-hmm. mag pistol in one hand, death sphere in another, hip waiters. He's gonna spend this turn closing on Anton's position. Okay, I had a thought in these past couple of rounds because you said Peter Jackson and I was like man if only I had a lawnmower to hold in front of me (laughs) and then I was like oh you know what's a lot like a lawnmower giant fucking fan on the back of a boat yeah we got one of those that's true so if we can figure out a way to make that a viable (laughs) option I'm just saying Mm -hmm. and it's uh it's not very safe it does have a sign that says do not reach into fan (laughs) (laughs) nice so it reaches its legal obligations but that's it Okay, Mackie's making his way over toward Anton. When bad news, it's worm number two's turn. Oh, oh. shit. Oh. No. And this one uh, appears to have smelled the blood and is uh, also begins climbing up the tower. So the second worm is coming up on top of the dish now at the first and its prey. At this point, the guy with the, the worm latched onto his abdomen, <laughs> he can't do much with his spear. He tries to aim the laser rifle. It's very difficult because the thing is on top of him. He's on his back. And uh, he very clearly like understands the idea of a gun, but <laughs> doesn't have much familiarity with it. Uh, doesn't brace it against his shoulder. Doesn't look down the sights. I mean, that would be difficult to do in this context anyway, but basically just kind of comically is firing the gun off like a crazy person. Fair. He holds a straight arm out in front of him, yeah. tilted over to the side. He doesn't do that. All future guns are supposed to be held that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. He got a 20. What? Oh, shit. He got a lucky shot. Hell yeah. yeah. Way to go, buddy. Good job. Good job. Nice job, Cal. Great job. <laughs> there we go. I didn't know if anybody would catch that. Good <laughs> I start uh, switching the lights on and off to uh, try and create a uh, flashlight rave. Okay. <laughs> it works. The laser does eight damage to the worm. Nice. It's a substantial amount. Did we take just like a normal ass take our technical cover car thing? Grav car. Yeah, I took one of the fancy cars. Did it take You thought there would be babes. Gun? Which seems real stupid at this point, I'll grant. <laughs> I mean, but did the technical have air conditioning? I don't know, to be honest. I'm, I hope it didn't, because I'm going to feel doubly stupid <laughs> if it did. No, it was uh, open top. Open top. All right. Yeah. No. Hopper. Is Mackie brandishing the death orb? I would imagine that you can see it in this hand. Okay. Uh, you don't know what the armed status is, or maybe you do. I don't know. The worms are like 30 meters plus long, right? Mm-hmm. Which would be like, so if Mackie's near the head of one, the tail of it would be out of the range of the orb. Yeah. Is the tail within one movement increment of me? You aren't certain, because there's a bunch of it that's under the water. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't mean necessarily the tail end, but do I see well, I guess, part yeah. of it so under it's, the water? It's, that... it's moving pretty violently at this point. You can make out the shape of it underwater, so sure. Okay. Hopper's going to run up to a tail part and wrench open a segment of scales mm-hmm. and slap in a hush patch Ooh. Okay. on its flesh. All right. You can make a case for applying heal, but I think it sounds like a punch. Sounds like an attack. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to uh, rules grub it. <laughs> Which is immaterial because I rolled an 11 for a total of 10. Oh, nice. 
on an attack? No, on a punch skill check. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Oh, I was oh. asking for an attack roll. Oh, oh, sorry. Modified by punch. Ah, gotcha. Ooh. No, it's not that bad. That would have missed. <laughs> well, no, that's a good skill check. It is a good skill check. <laughs> Natural twenty. Oh, nice. oh shit! All right. Fuck thank you, Dungeon brain. Maestro, uh, for the dice tray. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Dungeon Maestro. The like hush physiologically a person in a giant worm. We are on a human miscable planet where we can can eat them and they can eat us, so we are biocompatible. So presumably the uh, neurotransmitters will be... It's just like how how people love chocolate, dogs love chocolate. Yeah. 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 If you give an octopus uh, ecstasy, it will start like writhing around in a an interesting way, and it will actually like snuggle with other mollusks, which it normally yeah, doesn't I was gonna do. Say, I think yeah, I and <laughs> yet I can't eat catnip and get high, so mm-hmm. it's bullshit. No fucking justice. Yeah. Why don't like scientists ever give me ecstasy? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you have to sign up for trials. You have to turn yourself into a mollusk. <laughs> well, I need ecstasy to do that. <laughs> hey, if we kill these worm things, can we sell their meat back in town? Um, sure. More likely their skin. I imagine folks around here will want to make boots out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not both? Why not both? <laughs> I mean, you eat gators. You get big gator boots. So uh, when you went up and uh, tried to pull its scales up, mm-hmm. you were somewhat gratified that uh, it doesn't really have scales, and uh, your fingers plunge into it pretty easily. Okay. Mm. As if it were a giant worm. Well, I, oh. you'd mentioned rings, segmented rings earlier. Yeah, that, that's that was an illusion caused by its weird eye clusters that are equidistant across its whole body. I see. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but I want to slap that hush patch right on it. Okay. I know what it does, but you want to remind the audience? Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> An extremely heavy neurotranquilizer. Hush leaves the subject awake and responsive. They cannot fight or communicate while affected by Hush but will walk, eat, sit, and perform simple actions as directed by the last person to speak to them. Hmm. A hush dose lasts for an hour, plus three per heal level of the person applying the stim. And the subject re- retains no memories while under the effect. Bada bada ba. Oh. A subject must be immobilized or willing to be affected by hush. You know, I was gonna, I'm going to say, because it's so big, it's not going to be, like, tranquilized. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Maybe slow. I'll give it a, uh, yeah, it's it just got a shot of Novocaine to the midsection. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's uh, I'm gonna give it a, a penalty to hit. Okay, cool. And it's very susceptible to suggestion if you speak its language. Awesome. <laughs> let's call that. Uh, let's say you did one point of damage. Also, and was that worm number one or worm number two? That was worm number one. All right. I believe that's what I thought you said. The, the nearest one. Oh well, in that case, it'll be worm two. What's like the diameter of these things they like real thick or they're real thick for, they're fucking huge for a worm uh dummy thick <laughs> but they're uh they have the width of basically a human torso okay mm. well it seems like they'd be susceptible to melee just judging on how like squishy, squishy they were yeah. when you grabbed it yep. mm-hmm. and anton carries a melee weapon and <laughs> mackie's got a katana we might be able to sashimi these fuckers Mm-hmm. Are they susceptible to wrestling? <laughs> um, hopefully, because now it's Worm 3's turn. Oh, shit. Worm 3? I don't like this. And uh, you, it get was... you get a worm. <laughs> you get a worm. You get a worm. Don't want one. Was headed for the unfortunate guy that got taken down by Worm 1, but yeah. then it realizes that it can have its own happy meal. Ah. So it's going to turn back toward you guys, and uh, it doesn't see... CB, 
But I'm going to roll a d3 to see which one of the others he goes after. Probably not the guy in the giant, broad-brimmed, pink-feathered hat. <laughs> You'd think not, but <laughs> that's exactly who it goes for. I mean, hopefully not the <gasps> stealth-ass <gasps> sniper man, but if I you, get it if it happens. Can't complain. If, if you roll aside really quick, will it bite into the other worm instead? Well, it's, so it's turned and it's coming toward Hopper, but it'll take it. That's its gotcha, action. Gotcha, it takes, gotcha, it, it gotcha. takes the round. So we just now are aware there's a third one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's next turn. It's going to be in melee with Hopper, probably. Cool. Uh, and now we are coming to Anton. Oh, is this... Uh, do I get to shoot, or is this the round, the second round of my prep? You can shoot, because fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's more you, fun if you shoot. You prepped cool. before. You prepped a certain amount before, you know, uh, we're, Well, yeah, I feel like I should I should take the shot. We've been... Take the shot. Uh-huh. So it's um, a shoot deck skill DC six, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I did it. Yay! Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. It was DC 8 at normal range for your weapon. Oh, gotcha. It was DC 6 at point blank. I still did it. Cool. I was close. I rolled a 6 on the die, but <laughs> I've got plus 3. Nice. nice. Yeah, so what's max damage? It's 2d8 plus 3, so 19. Modified by dex, so 20. Nice. So the worm is kind of between you and the guy that it's devouring. Mm-hmm. And you have lined up a shot on one of its uh, eye clusters, but uh, just kind of a, a fluke of the terrain, you are able to line up the shot so that it basically runs like a six meter length oh, uh, like up, up the length of the worm and then comes out the other end. Oh. Nice. It's now a canoe. <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. Gross canoe. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the guy... The guy that it was uh, trying to eat is like, oh, God, it's puking me back into me. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's terrible. (laughs) Gross. I'm being emboweled. Have you ever wondered what it feels like to be a sausage casing? (laughs) (laughs) With your own... uh, Viscera? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, is your name Abe Froman? <laughs> oh, that's rough. Gross. Uh, okay, uh, it's Worm One's turn. Worm One dies. It's a canoe. <laughs> so long, does it, Worm One. Does it have a eat. dramatic death? I like, feel like that was pretty dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Is does it, it like canoeing? <laughs> so and so, I hardly knew you. Yeah. It yeah. delivers a soliloquy in Worm, mm-hmm. which consists of like sloughing off uh, colored mucus. Yeah. It's the, beautiful. The so other worms obviously just don't give a shit about him. <laughs> maybe it's a worm thing, or maybe he was an asshole. Or maybe they're assholes. Maybe. Kristen. All right. Something I should have done before. Uh, has CB ever heard of these? I want to do a no check. Okay. To see if I know anything about these uh, critters. Okay. Uh, no check doesn't cost you an action, so. Cool. I guess no int. Mm-hmm. It's that's going to be at a negative one because I am not proficient in knowing things. Okay. And you've spent a little time on the planet, so I'm going to say uh, DC six to know something. Cool. DC like 10 to know a lot. Okay. I know something. I got a nine total minus one for a total of eight. Okay. They're called Minkauer worms. Cool. <laughs> okay. Cool. And um, a lot of what people say about them is similar to what we say about crocodiles. Okay. You know. Basically, don't fuck with them. Gotcha. <laughs> it's bad news if they come after you. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Just like crocodiles, they travel in groups of maximum of three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, many of them were actually pets. 
but they got <laughs> flushed down the toilet when they got too big, and mm-hmm. then they, Ew. you know, end up in the sewers or the oh, swampland. Yeah. These are actually human tapeworms after 600 years <laughs> on this planet. <laughs> oh. Yes. Uh, this is my nightmare. Um, um, yeah, so CB is still uh, has a healthy... Is, is there any, like... Also, they will eat until they physically burst and die, so... Oh. They're not going to run away. Gotcha. That's good to know. Yeah, that doesn't inspire CB to uh, leave her place of safety. Oh, I guess... I mean, it's probably going to break her cover, but try and shoot it with a laser rifle. Yeah, it's definitely going to break your cover. Break your cover. Uh, well, go we'll go for it. If nothing else, they can't pull me off. Yeah. So is this uh, worm two that appears to still be going after the other guy, or worm three that appears to be going after Hopper? Whatever is the close, like the closest threat to three. her. So worm three. Okay. Cool. So yeah, that's gonna be. I am not proficient in shoot, but I do get to add dex. You do get to add dex and your base attack bonus. And base attack bonus. Do you get the penalty? Do you get the minus one? That's what having... I was wondering. I think if you don't have on an attack skill. roll. Well, you do on the skill check, but I don't know. Let me... Uh, yeah, I don't think on the attack it's roll. For, so it's either a plus one or it's a straight die roll for me. If I get a penalty from the shoot thing, then it'll be a straight die roll. Yeah, like you don't even have a zero in it, do you? Nope, I'm not proficient. I just... I have a plus one in my decks, mm. so it can help balance that. Yeah. It being straight um, dice sounds right, but Stan's got the... Oh, yep. Yeah. To make an attack roll, the assailant rolls 1d20 and adds their attack bonus their applicable skill level and the attribute modifier most relevant to the weapon. So, if you have a minus one and shoot, it sounds like you take a minus one. Okay. So it'll be a straight die roll then. Good. I did not hit shit. I rolled a three. You did not hit shit. So there was just a pew 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 laser coming out of the foliage. Mm -hmm. And then you hear uh, the faint sounds of cursing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and in fact, if a PC doesn't even have level zero expertise in the type of weapon they're using, they suffer a minus two penalty. Ah. Well, then two. I got a two. It's not like it was on the bubble. <laughs> One in five, they say. Mackie. All right. Oh, you also now know that they are susceptible to sniper rifle shots that run the length of their body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. oh, and CB does pass along the information that, hey, guys, these things, they just eat until they explode. So they're not going to leave us alone. Shut Unsubscribe up. from Warm Facts. They <laughs> are disgusting and gross. And I've heard that when they're little, they can get in you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Ignatia Grand. <laughs> no, it's super gross and I want to go back to space. Alright, so uh Mackie was heading towards Anton. Anton's kinda like up in the canopy. Mm-hmm. He's seeming okay. Yeah. You know, he's I mean up in the canopy don't mean much with these big guys, but uh, my head he was still sort of down, like crouched amongst the reeds. Oh, but, okay. Um, okay. I mean it doesn't really matter. No, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. I think the rest of okay. us climbed up some. Anton stayed at ground level. Okay. Mm. He's like fucking Navy SEALs in this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, then, Maggie's going to change course. He's going to head in the direction of Hopper, and he's got one of the Death Orbs primed in one hand. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm not picturing the range being ideal, but he is going to take a few shots with his mag pistol at Worm 3 that is attacking Hopper. Okay, yeah, the range isn't bad on that, because it's moving, um, let's see... It's going to reach Hopper next round, so okay. or this round. So that's um, it's 15 meters from Hopper. Okay. I would say that 
it's roughly 15 meters from you. Okay, so he is going to shoot at it with his mag pistol. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be a two on the die mm-hmm. or a grand total of four. So I'm pretty sure that he just announced his existence to the worms, but did no good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's he's moving in the direction of Hopper, and he shot and he missed. That's his turn. I hope Mackie doesn't die. Yeah, that would. It's suck. a big draw. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of Mackie fans out there. That's fine. We we'll just get a backie. Well, that's yeah. o- that's okay. Back. I mean, they're gonna get to meet and love Baron Schweppes. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be, yeah. Shit. You don't have. You don't have save him. You don't have plot armor, but you have incredibly irritating backup character armor. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking move. It's a whole ass move, y'all. Hello, my name is... Oh my god! I'm like down! Baron Schweppes would ask, like, what ails you? Yes, he would. All the time. All, All the, the time. time. My darling. <laughs> no. It seems as though this... You're a worm. I don't have a thing for that. I, I just look forward to uh, Baron Schwepp showing up when Mackie dies and then also immediately being eaten by a worm. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I mean, the secret is I don't really want to play that character either. You, you've mean, got about like seven lines of dialogue, Max. Yeah, I'm ready to punish everyone. That's the thing you need to understand, including myself. Um, all right. That yeah, was the unfortunate thing is once he's hit the end of his list, he goes back to the start. So yeah. he only says... Uh, <laughs> All right, so I had Worm 2 roll a morale check to decide whether he was going to go after you guys or after the easy prey that was already down. And he has chosen to go after the easy guy. So he stays on the injured fella. He's going up to him. Oh, I thought it might eat the other worm. Uh, No, that's gross. That's cannibalism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because these worms have a rich culture in which cannibalism is a taboo. So the worm goes after him, and uh, unfortunately for the poor worm... The guy kind of like forces himself over and, and tumbles down the opposite side of the dish. So he's kind of like rolling like a kid down a hill. His uh, intestines are exposed to the air, so he probably doesn't have a very comfortable landing. Uh, <laughs> built in uh, padding. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you, you, you drop, you know, your. Uh, your intestines? Your cinnamon roll on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and you pick it up and you're like, is it worth it? <laughs> You're yeah, like trying to mm-hmm. fucking fix this. Like, I mean, it's the last cinnamon roll. It might here. be worth it. It might be worth mm-hmm. it, if, especially if, in this case, the cinnamon roll is your intestines. Yeah. <laughs> the irony is all the little swamp worms that he landed on that are now inside his oh. intestines. Oh no! Gross. They're being, they're I, being eaten. All I'm okay. saying is, when we eventually triumph over these worms and we go and help that guy, I think there's a specific kind of help that we should give him. Because no one deserves yeah. to have worms in their guts. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, folks at home, if you were thinking that there wasn't enough body horror, <laughs> we're. Uh, I want you to know that we heard you, mm-hmm. and we have uh, changed course. Yeah, that poor worm got eviscerated by Anton. <laughs> we made our way yeah. back to our roots. Our roots. <laughs> All right. Well, having had so much uh, luck with the laser rifle before, he's. Uh, He's like, holy shit, I'm an expert at laser rifle. Here we go. <laughs> huh. Come, Come on, unnamed NPC. He got a 12 and missed. Mm. Oh, oh, man. Plus probably a penalty for... I mean, to be fair, he's having a bad day. Yeah, for sure. He was like, what's that noise? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> shit. 
I'm going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Oops. And then he got up there and was like, mystery solved. <laughs> <laughs> Mission successful. Joke's on him. He thinks it was the worms. It was actually Anton. Nope. <laughs> Hopper. Worm uh, three so bearing down on you. Worm three is bearing down on me. I want to make a quick survey of the swamp to see if there are any more worms okay. lurking around. Mm-hmm. Just a glance. Roll that glance. Uh, that'll be a nine. Okay. You don't see any more worms. Okay. Then I want to... Uh, then Hopper's left arm sloughs down into surgical configuration. Mm-hmm. And he raises his, uh, his needler above his head. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to make himself look as appetizing to a worm as possible. Okay. <laughs> look at me. I am a piece of detritus that has been rotting for several days. Do, do you wiggle a little bit? No, I am inert but digestible organic matter. Also, I have a very fecund intestinal system Ooh, that's that hot. you could deposit eggs into. That is hot, baby. You could also probably cause several of my appendages to resemble worms that birds eat to further disperse your offspring. Mm-hmm. Well, it worked because he got a 19 to hit. Okay. So Hopper is going to like try and like jump at the attack mm-hmm. and launch himself inside the worm. Okay. That's pretty cool. I like it. So Hopper uh, jumps up at the worm mm-hmm. into its weird mouth that's basically like four table saws running in all alternating directions. Yep. Most of its teeth break against your chassis. <laughs> <laughs> but in the process, you do take seven damage. Okay. There's a lot of damage. You know in Labyrinth, the puppet creature Hoggle? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, he got lost, like he was Hoggle. lost luggage for like 15 years. And eventually, they turn off the lost luggage, and someone found him in a suitcase, <laughs> and they opened it, and it was horrifying. <laughs> he had deteriorated. Yeah, he he like he did not hold up well over 15 years in an airport warehouse full of lost luggage. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what Hopper's going to look like. Yeah. <laughs> after this adventure, well, the worm looks like um, if you had an extremely powerful vacuum hose. Made of tissue paper mm. that tried to swallow a uh, bowling pin. <laughs> oh, oh man! I these worms are gross, but also mm. I feel like this is a bad way to go. This has been bad for the worms. Oh yeah, no. So yeah, that's an auto hit. Roll your damage. Okay. <laughs> you are the projectile. The worms like no, I got. I, I saw a snake do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's a six. For damage? Well, yeah, that's a six six damage. Okay. For a, a melee attack. Yeah. If it wasn't a big dumb worm with no vital organs, it would be dead right now. But mm-hmm. since it is, it's still... It's uh, not. It still got me. still going. <laughs> and it's too it's too dumb to hurt. So it doesn't. it's not like reacting to the damage or anything. Ah, oh, there's these... Um, there's a species of fish that lives in the Marianas Trench. Mm-hmm. And they look horrifying. Like, they're little brown tubes mm-hmm. with fangs and blind eyes, but they can distend their stomachs to engulf creatures larger than they are. Oh my. But sometimes they eat things that are too big, and then the whatever just cuts its way through mm-hmm. and the fish slowly starves to anything anymore. Nice. I wish I could remember what the species is called. That's nature justice right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horrifying. Anton, you're up. Mm-hmm. Worm three is injured. Worm two is... Uh... 
chasing after the um, the initially NPC dude that got it on. Yeah. Yes. How close are the worms to one another? They are moving in opposite directions. So now they're probably about twenty meters apart from each other. I don't know why in my head it seems like they're susceptible to melee damage. Because they're squishy. Because they're squishy. Yeah. I mean, they certainly so don't far seem to be... They've proven susceptible to yeah. all kinds of damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. They, do they seem, ain't sturdy. I don't know. I have, like, two melee foca and never use them. <laughs> yeah. Go sashimi, use some worms, man. Yeah. I'm going to say, you're, you are... Uh, you can reach worm, too. Okay. Although you will be engaging a creature that is currently bothering an NPC you don't care about, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe if I save this dude, he'll be grateful sure. and helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so Anton has written on his character sheet for the last two years a medium advanced melee weapon. Mm-hmm. And what I'm envisioning right now is a uh, like a slightly longer than average machete with a um, hyper conductive wire that runs the perimeter of the blade mm-hmm. and it gets just like super hot to the point of the entire thing becoming like glowing red hot nice. at, in like an instant mm-hmm. it's a knife that cuts and toasts at the same time yes yeah it's um nice. it's really good for butter mm-hmm. it's like a hot knife through butter yeah nice that would be nice very good at it and good for um, worm steaks unwieldy though it's, a yeah. it's, a, it's for big butter. Yeah. <laughs> it's only for, it's for when you're making like Italian bread. Yeah. yeah. Doing the whole loaf. Look, Anton likes big butter. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, and it can't lie. Yeah. But it's only as thick as like a torso. I'm going to try to cut through it. Yeah. And we'll have one more worm to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But only one half will have the mouth. Yeah. I was okay. also I didn't wondering. Know if the worms if... were like sphincter y on each side. Only on one. Okay, cool. Unless these are the kind of worms that you can, like, cut in half and they regrow into multiple worms. Yeah. I feel like that takes a minute, though. Yeah, it might regrow. Well, that's the benefit of the super hot knife. It's going to cauterize the... uh, Oh, yeah. There you go. Cool. I will roll to hit. That's bab plus stab plus strength. Mm -hmm. So that is a seven all day. Oof. You mean that's a plus seven? Yes. Yeah. Well, I rolled a three, which is a total of ten. Mm-hmm. But I'm a warrior, and I kind of want to chop this dude, so I'm just gonna make that. You're gonna make it a hit. A hit. Yeah. Okay. D8 plus two is damage. I will. I will remind you. Even if it's a miss, you still do shock damage. Oh yeah, that's true. So it's up to you. But I don't think the shock damage would be very much though. So. No, I want to say it's like a D4 tops. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It's not very much. It's two points of damage. Okay. Yeah, I'd rather just hit it, I think. Yep. Ba-bam. Well, I did four damage. Okay. I mean, twice as much as shock. It's not great. I feel like using that hit-miss thing might have been better served making a worm not eat me. But <laughs> I did still want to... I wanted to chop it. You uh, do chop into the worm. It's curved enough at that moment that you don't split it in half. But you do put like a good... Uh, a good uh, gash through it there. Kristen. All right. Yeah, I'm going to try to shoot it. I'm going to go for the one that is with Hopper. Because mm-hmm. that's the closest one. And also, it looks like it's closer to death. Yeah. Hopefully. When you say it's with Hopper, does that mean like it's with child? Yes, yeah. it's with Hopper. <laughs> yeah. It's in a family way. Yeah. And CB's just going to try and doula that shit. 
Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. help it. A Siberian section. Oh, a Siberian. Oh, yeah, that was that was bad. That was great. I that love was it. a stretch. <sighs> you been doing yoga, my guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this time I rolled much better. I rolled a 16 on the die, and I believe with all of my other things, that's a minus one total for 15. Okay, that's a hit. Cool. I, oh good, I did write the damage down. It's 1d10. Oh, nice. I was going to say, I never expected to actually use this weapon, so Mm -hmm. I kind of just wrote that I had it. Yep. All right. Looks like a six. I I think that's a six. I don't know. It landed in a weird way from where I'm looking at it, where (laughs) it landed with... Look at the other number. There's probably a mark. Up. No, no, no. I mean, it... Oh, it's a cracked eye. It's a a weird... Yeah, it's cracked in like a weird way. Okay. Well, this time it was an eight. Okay. So... All right. It landed with a spine up, but in a way that shouldn't have been possible, except that it's being rolled unfelt. Yeah. So I guess I found like a weird little spot. You fire the laser rifle through the worm, apparently hitting something important. Was it Hopper? <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> there's a, uh, the worm collapses, Hopper <laughs> lands on his feet, like wearing the worm like a, like a weird, uh, like a Snuggie. Yeah. Like a poncho. Yeah. It looks like, um, it looks like when your socks have run down into your shoes, like uh, they're all yeah. like, yeah. Up. uh, and yeah. And Hopper just goes, ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The only one left is worm two. And it is Mackie's turn. Well, this just got a lot easier. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just go pew pew with the motherfucker. Okay. All right. This is going to be a 13 plus BAB of two brings us to 15 plus one dex brings us to 16. That's a hit. Nice. That's a hit. Two D6 plus two, you fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so that is going to be seven, eight, nine. That's going to be oh. nine points of damage. You killed it. You killed my fucking worm before I got to do this cool thing. Oh, oh darn. Oh. I'm so sad. Oh, we get you shot it, it died. There's nothing. That's not cool. It doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it explodes all over you, and yeah. you are now infested with worm <laughs> No, you... uh. Yeah, so that was Worm 2. It was going after the injured guy on the other side of the uh, dish. So I just you're, shoot the like tail end of the tail. Yeah, you're like firing at it as it goes over. Mm-hmm. And um, it just kind of like, it goes limp, but still like the weight of it kind of like pulls. It's slowly uh, being pulled over by <laughs> the weight of it that's already on the other side. So uh, it just stops moving by its own motive force <laughs> and uh, looks weird. <laughs> You hear the guy on the other guy on the other side going, "No, no, no, no!" <laughs> oh God! Gets crushed. Anton, Anton, uh, Mackie holds up the orb. He's like, "I've still got my finger on the death button. Um, do I just do I just take it off, or I don't remember how to work this thing?" I mean, you're the one who fucked with this thing for like an hour and a half and yeah, almost killed yourself. Read the manual. Yeah. All right. He slowly takes his finger off the death button. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. I don't, re- I don't remember either, so. 
False alarm. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a thing designed for like police yeah, it or guards. Have a, so it wouldn't have a be, dead man switch. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be real fucking easy to use. I mean, and I guess otherwise you could, you could shoot off, the one guy in the line, pull in, <laughs> take out the entire like <laughs> shield wall. Yeah, Hopper, who was now within range of this thing and is unprotected from it. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> Hey everyone, uh, that's the end of our episode for this week. I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, it just really means a lot that there are folks out there that have stuck around this far. want to give a big thank you to Jackson Seib, who composed our music. It is a beautiful piece of music, and we hope one day to be the show that lives up to it. Damn right. And if you want to know more... Or maybe not know more, but just touch us in a different kind of way. Go to www.astronomicapodcast.com. And there, you will find a permanent, non-expiring... Non-inspiring. I know. That is That is accurate. (laughs) Non-expiring invitation to... Our Discord, where most of us spend the majority of our non-podcast social interacting time. We have different channels. We usually participate in NaNoWriMo. There are community one-shots that are open to all to run and participate in every month. That's where we run the Patreon one-shots, which if you are generous enough to contribute some money, we have uh, special cast-included one-shot episodes there. And just a general all-around good time with a wacky bunch of malcontents. Lots of memes and GIFs, which is why anyone's on the internet, really. Yep. And uh, if you want to support us you can check us out at patreon.com slash astronomica podcast if you don't want to fund the growth of global communism you can instead just give us a five-star review uh on the podcast app of your choice provided five is the most (laughs) (laughs) if there are anywhere there are 10 stars then like at least an eight (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i'd say we're a memphis eight (laughs) They say Memphis 8 is a New York bad podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. Forever. Oh, wait.